102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 536 on Rock 102. That was the Who. They're going to be playing live all over the U.S., but not till October. Uh, closest to us, Elmont, New York. I guess that would be the Capital District area. Paul McCartney was at Fenway last night. Oh, is that the night? Uh, I think he's. Uh, it's a couple nights. I think he's uh, playing again tonight. Uh, but then I believe he's being uh, used as a utility player between him and Trevor Story. Well, Story's been hot recently. I don't know if he can live up to that. I mean, Story had a slow start. But well, he's coming McCartney's on. showing his age, too. I yeah. mean, he's at the end of his career. Well, he did play a major sports venue over the last weekend playing at the Carrier Dome in Syracuse. I know that. So maybe he's used to that kind of thing. Man, what a show today. And if you think today's show is good. You see tomorrow's great stuff. You're just gonna have to wait to see what's uh, in store. But all the uh, the normal stuff will be there. Uh, yeah, the mass hat, view from the couch, Hollywood trash coming up in a little bit. It's five thirty-seven. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock One Hundred Two. It feels classic rock. It's five fifty-two. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. You know, highs today, just like the last couple of days, about 80 or so. But we got a little rain this morning, but that's going to give way. We're going to have sun and clouds this afternoon. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supplies for systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, Johnny Depp has joined TikTok, and his first video shows him performing on stage with Jeff Beck in the UK and being greeted by adoring fans. And in the caption, he thanks his fans for being there for him and says, quote, And now we will all move forward together. But Amber Heard takes issue with that whole moving forward thing. Her rep issued a statement saying, quote, As Johnny Depp says he's moving forward, women's rights are moving backwards. The verdict's message to victims of domestic violence is be afraid to stand up and speak out. Even if what you're saying on the stand is mostly BS? Yes. You know, when when somebody doesn't believe you, that person tends to uh, crap the bed, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, mm. Literally, maybe that's how, maybe that's what happened to her. Well, a little spritz of the Johnny Depp Dior cologne will fix all that. People are snapping that up like crazy, even despite the defamation lawsuit. As bad as sometimes we smell, mm. and I can't, you know, speak for the two. I well, I can't speak for the two of you, but sometimes I have, uh, you know, noticed a little stank on me. Mm-hmm. Does smelling like Johnny Depp seem like such a great idea? Well, it's I don't know if it smells like him. Have you seen the ads? Yeah, no, I've seen it. I yes. just don't know if I want to smell like him. Uh, it's Sauvage, by the way, the name of that. You know what it sells for? A bottle? What? 155 bucks. Yep. For a 6.8-ounce bottle. God. Well, somebody's, somebody's buying it. Mm-hmm. Come a long way from the $9 bottle of high karate. Uh, they're calling it, by the way, and I quote from their ad, an oriental fougere fragrance that has a blend of bergamot, lavender, Sichuan pepper and star anise. Ooh, burgers and peppers. Yeah. That sounds really good. There you go. I wouldn't mind smelling like a burger and a pepper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beats hanging out at the Five Guys all day. You That's know what I true. Mean? Uh, Nick Cannon is not done having kids quite yet. In fact, he hinted at breaking his personal record of having three babies in a year. Does this man just not know how to uh, put a condom on? Yeah. Check the oil with the dipstick too often. Uh, During an appearance on the Lip Service podcast yesterday, he responded to the rumors that that he's expecting more children this year by saying, quote, the stork is on the way. 
He admitted to sleeping around quite a bit last December, so we'll have to stay tuned for more cannon babies this fall. Oh, After all, goody. he he uh, he added, "quote If you thought if you thought it was a lot of kids last year, whoa! <laughs> like, wouldn't you get a vasectomy at some point?" So you're not just fathering these children all over the place? Yeah. I would think so. I mean, it's not a complicated process. And once you're done, you can indiscriminately have as much sex as you possibly want. But I I would imagine uh, a female would probably want these children so badly that they sleep with Nick Cannon. Because, hey, like, hey, he's... He's all, he's cool about impregnating people, and I want to get pregnant, and he's famous. So let's do this. Yeah, he seems to be such a good provider for thousands of children. Oh, yeah. Well, I've seven, eight. After five, you just lose track. It, that is a lot, isn't it? How much you have? Three? I had three. You had two? Yeah. I, I stopped at one. So that might be a good thing. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, propagating the species over there at the Coombs house probably <laughs> not, is wise. Not that there's anything wrong with your kids there. I didn't say that. Uh, for those wor- yeah, they like this show. There's something definitely wrong with them. For those uh, worried about the fate of Deadpool under Disney, we have some new assurance for you. The film's writers have said the movie will be will be rated R, and the merch will st- and the merc what merch merch will still have a mouth. What does that mean? What's, what I don't is really that? know. Oh, couldn't tell you. There will be f bombs. I'm I'm obviously misunderstanding something here in this story. That whatever. But in an interview with the playlist, they said, "quote They're they're going to let Deadpool be Deadpool. You know, it's not like any particular joke. Maybe the one that they say, you know, that's too far. That could happen. But to this point, it's been nothing but support. Who doesn't like a foul mouth superhero? I would prefer to see uh, like Batman say a few uh, choice words." Yeah, like uh, Batman doing like Andrew Dice Clay stuff. That would be terrific. Little Miss Muffet. He needed the money. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Amazon says its upcoming series, A League of Their Own, keeps the joyful spirit of the original 1992 movie, but also takes a deeper look at race and sexuality. The show premieres on August 12th. Again, we can't come up with new ideas. We're just reviving old franchises. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that it wasn't even a franchise. That was just like a one, a one film deal. Yeah, uh, but now it's going to be a franchise. Is it Gina Davis? Whatever happened to her? I don't know. She was vying for uh, Olympic gold at one point in archery. Really? Yeah, yeah. She no, was like really it, good no, at he's, it. He's right about that. Yeah. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. I had fun facts I just learned this morning. Yeah, she was really good at it at one point, but now I don't know. Uh, Ultimate Classic Rock put together a list of best rock songs that are two minutes long or less. The top three are From Me to You by The Beatles, The Letter by The Box Tops, and White Riot by The Clash. Hmm. Those are decent songs. Was it White Rabbit also pretty short? I don't think it was under two minutes. Uh, How about The Doors? Don't they have anything on that list? Now, because everything uh, that's over two minutes it has to be under the two-minute mark. Man. So, like one minute and fifty-eight, se- fifty-nine seconds. Yeah. Then you then you qualify. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, All shook up by Elvis Presley. Hit the road, Jack. Uh, Welcome to the working week by Elvis Costello. Breaking glass by Bowie, and not fade away by the Stones were some of the other songs that are on that list. Hmm. Uh, I don't really know too many under two-minute songs. 
Those are the kinds of songs that nobody in, in radio really wants to play. No, because you can't go to the bathroom. You can't. No. Uh, you got you to have... sit and listen through the whole thing. Kirk Hammett says Metallica warned everyone what streaming would do to the music industry. Do you see what happened? We told you. We warned everyone that the music industry was going to lose 80% of its net worth, power, and influence. Is that no. how he sounds, really? I, um, he was... Actually, the first one is just remarkably close. Okay. Well, I was trying for for, for somewhat of an emulation of him. But, uh, yeah, they said streaming uh, is killing everything. How else are you going to get the music out to people, though? Well, um, you see, uh, the, the purchase of actual albums... Well, they say it's uh, growing. It's it's not growing in a rate where it's financially acceptable. Or MP3s have killed everything. Good old-fashioned terrestrial radio, like we're doing right here. That's how you get it out there. Yeah, if you're looking for you know 15 songs, yes, then that's uh, that's the place to go. There you go. We're gonna spin that new one by Metallica coming up after this. And that's your Hollywood Trash Rock 102. Oh yeah. This is what camping sounds like when you have sleep apnea and struggle with CPAP. A.M. And 7 a.m. It is 6.02 on Rock 102. We'll have highs about 80 today with sun and clouds. A little bit of morning rain this morning. Tomorrow, by the way, going to be a washout, like 100% chance of rain. So enjoy this afternoon. And the weather brought to you by Adam Quenneville Roofing, Roofing, Siding, Roof Shampoo, and more. Log on to 1-800-NEW-ROOF.NET today. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Baseball last night. Red Sox over the Angels. 6-5 in 10 innings. Anaheim firing its manager, Joe Madden, and replacing him with third base coach Phil Nevin. Also in the big leagues, Yankees over Minnesota 10-4. Padres shut out the Mets 7-0. And the Valley Blue Sox opener last night, they lost to the Sharks of Martha's Vineyard 6-5 in 10 innings. The home opener for the Valley Blue Sox tonight against the Bristol Blues at McKenzie Stadium. First pitch set for 6-35. Hockey. Games 3, 4, and 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals in the AHL slated for tonight, Friday, and Saturday up in Canada with your Springfield Thunderbirds all tied up with Laval. Meantime, basketball game 3 of the Celtics-Warriors series tonight in Boston. You can hear it on our sister station, Laser 98.5, brought to you by Berkshire Heating and air conditioning. And in Olympic news, figure skating's governing body has raised the minimum age to 17 for athletes to compete at the Olympics. That will not affect China since all their 15-year-olds are busy making your new iPhone. That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next, in his view from the couch, Bax focuses on Cleveland's misogynist yet excellent quarterback, Deshaun Watson, straight ahead on Rock 102. And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As you know, professional football is often fueled with an enormous amount of statistical information. Yards per carry, completion percentages, third down conversion rates. I can go on forever. And yet there are some statistics that the NFL doesn't particularly want to talk about. No, I'm not talking about the drug test failure rates or levied fines and suspension rates. I'm talking about the sort of stuff you almost never read about in the box scores, such as how many massage appointments did quarterback Deshaun Watson book over the course of a 17-week span? According to the New York Times, the answer is 66. That works out to 3.88 massages per week, or one massage every 1.8 days. 
Folks, I've never been so racked with pain in my life to require being doused with exotic oils that rub down 3.8 times per week. And yet, out of these 66 appointments, Deshaun Watson has been accused of ritualistic, sexually inappropriate behavior by 24 different women. Granted, some of these women were outside the 17-month long time frame, but I don't think that really matters when you have 24 different women in different massage clinics citing the same inappropriate behavior, all with remarkable similarities in each case. The Times went on to interview many of these women, and each of them not only talked about what a dirtbag Deshaun Watson is, they also mentioned the non-disclosure agreement they were all presented with when Deshaun Watson tried to settle those cases out of court. The fact that these women were speaking to the New York Times should pretty much tell you everything you need to know about the status of those non-disclosure agreements. And yet, amidst all of this, the Cleveland Browns felt that Watson deserved a $230 million guaranteed contract. Of course, he'll need every penny if he found guilty in all 24 cases against him. And of course, he denies the charges, all 24 of them, and is ready to start playing football. Because honestly, isn't that what the NFL cares about the most? Believe me, they much prefer to talk about those kinds of statistics than how many times he'll be convicted. And if I'm the one handicapping the outcome, I'm going to go out on a limb and predict he'll get all 24 of them. But hey, never mind yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. A battery-powered lawnmower? Get out of here. Flashlights run on batteries, but lawnmowers now do too. Require, don't require a smelly gasoline. You go out there, you cut, it's quiet. The Ego Mower exceeds the power of gas. Charge it up and mow. Get an ego today at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 613, back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. How good was John Bonham, according to you, being a former drummer, by the way? Like, in the, I mean, is he number one of all time or not? No, no. He's okay. not number one of all time. All right. um, I would, number one of all time is probably Buddy Rich. Okay. And he's probably in the top five, but he's not number one. All right. Well, and, but Buddy Rich wasn't part of a big rock band, though. I know he. I know who Buddy Rich was. He used to appear on the Tonight Show. Yeah, he was great. But as far as skills okay. go, he's never been matched by anybody. What about a rock drummer? Rock drummer. I think you could make a very good case for Neil Peart. Okay. All I right. think you could make a very good case for uh, Ginger Baker. Okay. Yeah, I could go on and on. All right. But we have so little time. Buddy mm. Rich wasn't that the uh, the one who sang uh, the most beautiful girl? That's Charlie Rich. I think you're thinking of there. <laughs> no, no, no. That was <laughs> the true. devil went down to Georgia. Oh no, no, no. You're thinking of uh, Charlie, Charlie Daniels. No, no. You're thinking of the guy who was in that arachnophobia movie. No, no, no. I believe that's Jeff Daniels. No, I think you're thinking. Of the guy who was in uh, the Big Lebowski. No, no. Well, that's Jeff Bridges. No, those are the things I burn with you two every single morning. Oh, will you stop it? Those are just bridges. <laughs> those are just bridges. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I found this other uh, subreddit on Reddit mm-hmm. called it's it, it's a swear word, but I'll just say crappy uh, life pro tips. Okay. Yeah, I always remember life uh, pro tips or so, pro life tips. Life pro tips. So is it actually is it actually the S word instead yes. of crap? Cra- okay, yeah. I got it. just. Yeah. So I'm, I like yeah. to imagine the actual place. Did you yeah. really need to get an explanation? Uh, do yes, you, really. Yeah, I did. Really? Yeah, did you get that kind of. Well, I went through all the swear words there, and I said, no, it can't be the F word because that wouldn't fit grammatically. Well, which one's so. that? 
<laughs> you go out and trick me yeah. like that. Gave <laughs> 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 yeah, a good shot. Yeah. Has anyone ever told you anything that was like bad advice? All the time. Yeah. You know, like uh, I remember, I remember uh, my, my wife used to say, you know, if there's a if there's a noise coming from like the tire of your car, if you just turn the radio up, you can't hear what's going on. <laughs> All right. See, I think that's, that's actually good advice. That way, the problem isn't really there. Well, these uh, these folks here uh, have submitted all of these different things. Uh, first one is uh, protect your expensive screwdrivers from theft by hiding them on the inside of your fleshlight. <laughs> but just be careful Flesh when it's time to use the fleshlight. That's right. How about when you interview at a company, go to the restroom and check the toilet paper. If it's really thin in one ply, you can see how poorly they treat employees and how many corners they cut. Well, you know, that's a good one, I think, because I try, you know, I'm dating this young lady now, yeah. and, you know, she comes over to the apartment sometimes, Whoa. the not-so-lonely apartment anymore. How, she, how wait, she's using your, your toilet? Well, yes. And and so I make sure to have, you know, some of the nicer stuff on hand there. You do know, you, like do the, you switch it out when she's not there? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I remember years ago mm-hmm. we had uh, the big head honcho that runs this place mm-hmm. come out here for a visit, and the general manager was like, we got to get better toilet paper for the restroom." To make it look like, you know, yeah. if in case he had to use that bathroom, he would not get the normal one-ply sure. paper like we always get I, here. I believe it was like grade one oh, sandpaper. It, it was like, grit. yeah, it yeah. was made by the Rolls-Royce company. <laughs> he had it shipped directly. <laughs> yeah. It's like you were uh, wiping yourself with throw pillows all yeah. of a sudden. It yeah. was uh, it, it, it was uh, one of these things that we had to do to make it look nicer. Yeah. Right sure, here. company CEOs yeah. and women you're dating. You yeah. want to... Pull out the good stuff if, if you if, possibly can. If only that were the most preposterous thing we had done in <laughs> and, preparation and, of his arrival. And by the way, what I, I should recommend, Charmin or uh, Cottonelle. Yeah. Those are my two go-tos there. Yeah, you're not getting any of that. You're getting uh, Briggs and Stratton or whatever the hell it is that they put up there. What is that? <laughs> you're getting like a rusty uh, belt sander back yeah. there. All right. uh, so, so, yeah, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. Uh, every morning, set all of your clocks to completely random times that are just barely in the ballpark of what the actual time is and then completely forget about it that way. Uh, that way you will be in a constant state of panic. You don't know if you're early or late. All you know is you have to get ready right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good idea. I actually, Or had, is it a crappy idea? I don't know. I actually had a roommate that did that to me once. Mm-hmm. I had, it was like a, I had to wake up for like an 8 o'clock class, and I, I think I went to bed at like 4 in the morning. Right, right. And, uh, and uh, apparently he thought it'd be hilarious if he set my alarm to noon. Mm. So, and of course, you know, I... <laughs> I uh, I woke up slightly before the alarm at uh, you know 11:45, but nevertheless I realized, hey, how come how come I missed my class on a very important exam I had to take? Right. Uh, have you had unprotected sex and need a discreet STD test? Donate blood; they'll test it for you. Okay. Oh, that's very smart. That's yeah. actually not a bad idea. Have no. you? Because they will. Con- I think they'll contact you if you have anything, wouldn't they? Well, and then Bax used to donate blood just to get paid beer money in college. Yeah, that was that. a good deal. Yeah. Now, anytime you've had a uh, communicable social disease, hmm, let Dave, me think uh, of all Dave, the times. Anytime it's happened to you, yes. Uh, <laughs> did uh, the simple blood test give you the uh, correct diagnosis? Um. You know, yes, and then they found other stuff that I was embarrassed about, too. Now so, we're talking. Yeah. Uh, the mm. picture gets clearer and clearer. Mm. Are you yeah. trying to pick up girls at a bar? Call them all broke bitches. This way, uh, that will make them think that you have lots of money, even if you don't. And then they will throw themselves at you. Hmm. 
I don't think that's how that works. I don't think that that, that yeah. would be successful. Uh, if you really need to get rid of the hiccups instantly, just use a, defibrilla- a defibrillator to huh. reset your diaphragm huh. spasms. Wait, how I much mean, does that s- cost? Can you get a home defibrillator? Uh, right. Think about all the places you walk into that have them right on the wall. You can just <laughs> take that thing off and yeah. put it on your chest and zap yourself back into shape. I wonder if that works. It might work. Do we have a, a an emergency defib on the wall here at this place? Rock, Rock 102? <laughs> no. You, you might actually, th- if you had a healthy heart, you might throw it off. That's right. The defri- the fr- I can't ever say that. One. Defibrillator. We don't have any life-saving measures uh, here, mm-hmm. especially in our uh, in our yeah. first aid kit. Yeah. I believe there's some uh, some stored pencils, wow. uh, a couple of uh, rolls of scotch tape. Who needs that with the, the health levels that we've all achieved? Oh, here, this right? is the healthiest building you're yeah. ever going to see. Right? Yeah. Actually, uh, all our phones dial 119 in case of an emergency. <laughs> Just in case we need that. <laughs> That's because our fingers are too fat to actually dial the right number. Uh, let's see. Uh, if your wife or your girlfriend ever asks you, does my butt look big in these jeans, pretend you didn't hear her and ask her if she'd like to go get some donuts. Fat women love donuts and will be easily distracted by the prospect of eating some. <laughs> uh-huh. Plus, you get a donut, too. Win-win. <laughs> well, plus, there's no correct answer to that question anyway. No. No, you can't win. And uh, and finally, uh, train your cat to urinate all over your kitchen. That way, the ammonia will always keep it clean. <laughs> no, hey, all no, right. That's, uh, that is not the case. That's, that's not a. That's not. A that's good not. One. That's not a good. Well, one. there you go. There's your crappy life pro tips. It's six twenty. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock One Hundred Two. Rock One Hundred Two, Springfield's classic rock. It's six twenty-seven and cheap trick. We're back, Stephen Dave, on Rock 102. It's going to be about 80 today with uh, some rain subsiding this morning and pretty much clear this afternoon with sun and clouds. Today I Learned is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not. And now it is time for a segment we call Today I Learned on the Back Stephen Dave Show on Rock 102. That sounds almost credible. (laughs) Sorry. Have you not listened to the Back Stephen Dave Show? (laughs) Hey, uh, today I learned that back in 2019, adult film industry star Kimberly Ann asked for her boyfriend to point a loaded gun towards her for, quote, sexual gratification and arousal while they were having sex. Uh, when he held it to her chest, he accidentally pulled the trigger and the oh, gun went off, and she later died in the hospital. When that happens. Yeah, that's that's. You know, if you can't trust your sexually gratified boyfriend with a handgun <laughs> pointing at your chest with the safety off, whom can you trust? Knowing that, that you've slept with hundreds <laughs> of men professionally. Yeah. yeah. I, I, what could possibly go wrong? And that was the one gun going off that killed you. <laughs> all the other shots you took oh. to the face. Oh. <laughs> and you're talking oh, about all those shots. You're talking about bullets, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, maybe not. I mean, well, yeah, right. always open to interpretation. Yeah, like shrapnel. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> So there you go. That is Today I Learned with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. The Springfield City Council has a little problem. We'll get to it next in the news on Rock 102. Three of your... We're back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay him more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So when we reported last week that Marcus Williams suddenly resigned on the Springfield City Council, it created a little issue. So the rules for the council are clear on the line of succession. When the president steps down, the vice president simply becomes president. 
which is what happened when Marcus Williams resigned and Vice President Jesse Letterman assumed the presidency. But who becomes the new vice president of the Springfield City Council? That's not an easy one because the bylaws have nothing in there about that. There's nothing? No. So Letterman proposes my, taking... My God, what are we going to do? That's what I'm thinking. Steve, I know this is a major crisis. Mr. Letterman proposed taking nominations last night and then holding a vote at the council's next meeting. So I was looking at the list of the potential new vice presidents for the Springfield City Council. Okay. Maria Perez... Now, do you guys want to comment on each one here? I, cause I know, no, no. Right. I mean, this. You know, if, if I, I hit, don't know Maria Perez. If, if I hit one you like, feel free. Michael Fenton. Oh, Michael Fenton. Actually, Michael Fenton was at some point the city council president. Okay. He could fit in. Melvin Edwards. Melvin's a good man. He could go in. Mallow Brown. Not sure I know Mallow. Victor Davila. He's a bad, bad Mallow Brown. Baddest, Baddest counselor, counselor in the, the whole, whole damn, damn town. town. Well, he should get it then, just based on that alone. Tim Allen. Not the famous tool time guy, I oh, guess. God, can you imagine if he was really on the city council? That would be awful. Uh, uh, uh. And uh, <laughs> Z- Zeta Govan? No, right. I don't okay. know Zeta. I, know, I'm a, I think I've met her. All right, and then you've got the counselors at large who I guess could be eligible. Of course it could. Sean Curran. Yep. Justin Hurst. Mm-hmm. Kateri Walsh. And Tracy Whitfield. Um, so Justin has been the city council president, right? And Catery, I don't think, has been... Oh, is it Catery? I'm sorry, Catery. did I get that wrong? Oh, yeah. Uh, Catery. I, okay. I, I don't know if she wants it, but, uh, yeah, there's, I mean, listen, they can choose. Mm-hmm. So how, how, I mean, of all the things they got to deal with over there, this is like, uh, this is like a small thing. You all know, right. they're all fine folks down there on that Springfield City Council. I'm sure they will work this out by themselves. Mm-hmm. But, of course, in order to uh, make the selection, I'm sure this will have to go to committee, and you'll find out probably two or three months from now. And nobody will carry that either. That's correct. In a blow to Massachusetts, a blow to Massachusetts, Waltham-based Raytheon Technologies is moving its global headquarters to Arlington, Virginia. Raytheon announcing the plans yesterday, saying the headquarters in Virginia, quote, increase their agility in supporting U.S. government and commercial aerospace customers. And it will also serve to reinforce the partnerships that will progress innovative technologies to advance the industry. Now, that sounds pretty smart. But the problem is we're losing jobs here in Massachusetts because of this. Yeah, we'll find other jobs. Yeah, well, that's kind of what our governor said yesterday when he was sure. talking about that. He said, hey, why don't you go apply for jobs at Collegian Court? Oh, that's right. Oh! A Georgia man tried to carry a loaded firearm onto a flight at Bradley on Friday. According to the Transportation Security Administration, the 9 millimeter firearm was discovered in the man's carry-on bag during the security screening. Again, TSA officials at Bradley doing their jobs. The press releasing the statement from the Connecticut State Police, who were immediately contacted. Officials saying police also found in the gun, in the man's carry-on bag, 17 rounds of ammo. The man was arrested. Uh, he's from Georgia. Yes. How did he get here? Did he, like, drive up? See, that's, these are all details that I would like to know. Well, maybe he was just going home, Steve. Yes, but how did he get? Did he have a gun when he got when he came here? Maybe. That's, but And maybe they don't have the same sense of security well, that's, at the Atlanta airport. That's that kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. yeah. But I'm pretty sure. Now, I've uh, we've all flown a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whenever I uh, pack my carry-on luggage, I always be sure to leave my guns at home. Mm-hmm. Or... 
in a, in a checked bag. I never bring it onto the plane and store it in the overhead compartment or beneath the seat in front of me. You're ever. smart. You're yeah. smart. Or oh, maybe, no, I'm, I'm very bright when it comes to not getting arrested at an airport. Or maybe ask another passenger right before you go through the screening. Hey, no. would you mind holding this for me for no, a few minutes? No, because they ask you that question. Has anyone asked to, to for you to hold something hmm. for them? And you're supposed to say no. Yeah. Because the moment you say yes is the moment they want to have a further conversation. <laughs> no one wants to have a further conversation with those people. Well, again, I, I again love our TSA agents. I'm glad that they found that guy at Bradley. Speaking of Bradley, Frontier Airlines is going to start offering nonstop flights from Bradley to Las Vegas beginning in August. Also nonstop flights from Baltimore, Buffalo, Kansas City to Vegas. But the one we care about is Hartford to Vegas. It's Actually, about a five-hour trip, by the way. It's not, uh, you don't see a lot of nonstop trips coming out of Hartford anyway anymore. Right. No, nonstop to other airports so you can change <clears> another <throat> plane to get somewhere else. Yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, well, I mean, Hartford is not a major hub. For, for anybody. Anything, for anything, <laughs> even though they call it the International Airport. Right. Because they have uh, Aer Lingus that goes in there. Okay. You should see the land lingus, too. I bet, yes. Very, very cunning uh, pilots on that. Yes, they are. Yes, they certainly are. The stunts they do are amazing. (laughs) In case you're interested in booking a flight from Hartford to Vegas, the introductory rate with Frontier Airlines, about 100 bucks each way. That's not bad. And this fare must be purchased before June 13th. Are we there yet? No, we've got a few more days um, left. And by the way, there are some blackouts for this, including the Labor Day holiday week. That's ironic that there's blackouts involved with anything to do with Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what you go there yeah, for. Yeah, that's a city built on blackouts. Yeah. Hey, we talked about that massive fire at the former cereal mill yes. earlier yeah. this week. Three juveniles. Facing charges for that massive fire on West River Street in Orange. The flames had engulfed the abandoned cereal factory on West River Street Saturday morning. Eventually spread to three other buildings. So those three juveniles between the ages of 12 and 14 are facing criminal charges. That happens. Yes. Yes, it does happen. And in where police have arrested a woman after finding heroin and cocaine in her possession during a traffic stop. Did you see? Where her? woman? Yes. There woman. Did you see her, uh, her her mugshot yet, by the way? No. Oh, you might want to go check it out. Just for fun. Where'd you find it? Uh, I think it was westernmassnews.com, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Happened around okay. 4.28 Monday afternoon. Police conducting a traffic stop on Webb Court. During the traffic stop, officers discovered the driver, Lori Larzas. Supchak had an active warrant. Police also found she was in possession of heroin and cocaine. So she was arrested and her bail has been set at five grand. Uh, She looks pretty normal to me. Yeah, I mean, it's a listen. Normal for where or normal for? She's where normal. Okay. All right. I'll buy that. You guys are the experts when it comes to that. I'll buy it. There's nothing uh, like that stands out about this mugshot. You know, you get the guys that wear the shirts that say, uh, you know, they say something about uh, like getting arrested for DUI, Mm -hmm. and then they get arrested for a DUI. Yeah, this lady just looks like she's having a hard day. Mm. (laughs) Like one of them T-shirts, you know, punk and drublick, you know, like one of those things. <laughs> yeah, that's and, a good and one. And all of a sudden, he's in a mug shot. Yeah, yeah. Or, or he's making a crazy-ass face or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She looks like the kind of woman who might be wearing Velveeta nail polish. 
Yes, it's a thing. Velveeta is now selling cheese-scented nail polish. That's hot. There's finally a way now for women to make it look and smell you like know, they just bought some macaroni and cheese. You know what the great thing about you is, Dave? What's that? We change gears and it doesn't even feel like we put the clutch in. You just went smoothly <laughs> into, you know, went from second to third gear. <laughs> smooth <laughs> like that. I'll normally, take that norm- as a compliment. Yes, yes. You, norm- you should take normally that you, as a Normally, you totally you screw up your yeah. transmission that way, yeah, but yeah, not you. Yeah. Not no, that no, guy. No, no, You just, you know, I was like, what? I didn't... Uh, <laughs> I thought didn't think this was an automatic show, but apparently it is. <laughs> and I know nothing about cars. So, again, I guess I'll take that as a compliment. If you want to buy the Velveeta cheese-scented nail polish, by the way, 15 bucks, or That's reasonable. Or you could get the Velveeta cheese-scented nail stickers for just $4.99. Why would you want to smell like Velveeta? Right. But it kind of looks that way, too. If you look at the photographs, you can search it up. Most, it looks uh, like it's the kind of thing where you just might have made a batch of macaroni and cheese, uh, which could be attractive. What, uh, Will Ferrell in Elf, when he's telling, it was Artie Lang who was playing Santa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, you're not the real Santa. You smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what this smells yeah. like. Well, I, saw, I saw someone on uh, Reddit the other day where some woman had uh, you know, fingernails mm-hmm. that were actually made of peanut butter. Made of peanut butter. Yeah, like uh, like you know, fake nails. Okay, a, you know, applied to the fingers, but with their actual, you know, peanut butter. So of course she could like, eat them. What? No, so she could post the picture on Reddit. Okay, more, more likely mm, is what right. she tried to do. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I mean, you know, Velveeta. It's like yeah, that that's not even real cheese. Well, that's true. You it's kind of like it's kind of like those individually wrapped cheese food slices that I've talked about that aren't real cheese. They're, I know, but if it, I mean, are you really? Turned on by a woman because she is accessorizing with you know processed foods. There, I don't think so. There could be a guy out there. I'm thinking like Zach Galifianakis, that kind of guy. I think even, he would. Even he, I don't think we just like chew cheese off a woman's fingers. Although when you were a kid, you always put either olives or bugles on your fingers, right? Yes. Okay. I, I hated olives. I did the bugles, not the olives. I ordered some uh, some nachos the other day at the, from this food truck at the uh, the Brimfield Winery. Right. And uh, they had they had the option. Do you want a cup of cheese with it? Because it has that nacho cheese. Mm-hmm. And then they offered, "Would you like us to just spray it all over the cheese and the nachos?" And I'm like, "Yes, I'll have a bukkake nacho, please." Mm. <laughs> and it was all over the cheese. Oh, it, was, oh it was the only God. way to enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, just to be clear, by the way, about the Velveeta scented nail polish, it just smells like Velveeta. It doesn't taste like it, okay? So if you're going to get oh, it, what's, oh, the, what's point? the point of doing that? Right? I yeah. know. You can't chew your nails the right way. <laughs> it's 642 with back Steve and Dave. Coming up next, some mass hats. Yes, plural, mass hats. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Rock 102. Could see a chance of a rain shower with a high of 82 tomorrow. Thunderstorms with a high of 74. It's 64 right now in downtown Springfield. The, uh, oh, uh, sorry. The Rock 102 Golf Club is on sale now. Brought to you by Swing Oil Beer Company. Get 12 rounds of golf to some of the area's nicest courses like Goodwin Park, uh, Crestview, Northampton Country Club, and more. Just $199. bucks. you are paying less than $17 a round. It makes a great Father's Day gift because Father's Day is just around the corner and we would like something a little bit better than a tie. Uh, the Rock 2 Golf Club presented by Swing Oil Beer. Look for Evolution Pale Ale on draft and in stores available for a limited time. So do not wait. Get your Rock 2 Golf Club today at rock102.com. 650 with back Stephen Day. 
time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. The people of Austin, Texas nominated today because apparently they are the most forgetful when it comes to leaving stuff in the backseat of Ubers. Really? They keep track of this, by the way. If you've ever left something behind in a cab, maybe, or Uber or Lyft, you're not alone, but you're not as stupid as the people of Austin, Texas. Here's the list. The annual lost and found index from Uber, just in Austin, Texas. Tater tots somebody left behind. Also, my grandma's teeth. Why would you have your grandmother's teeth? That is a damn good question. I've been thinking about it all day. 500 grams of caviar. Now, I have no idea how many grams. I mean, I have no sense of caviar. I mean, I know the little fish eggs there. I don't know how many. Yeah, I don't know. How much 500 grams of caviar ratio ratio is. Probably a pretty expensive uh, tin of caviar. Also, in the same Uber ride, somebody left behind a painting of Kung Fu Panda and pink air pump shaped as a pig. You mentioned uh, tater tots. Yes, I don't think I've ever let tater tots go out of my sight. If I had, if I ordered the tater tots, I'm eating all the tater tots. Mm-hmm. That's just the way I roll. I left behind my dignity in a lift once. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Did you really have some? Did something going on? And can you do that? By the way, did, yeah, it was. Did, a, yeah. And then the guy asked me to sign some waiver for this taxi cab confession show, and oh, I was like, yeah. okay, sure. Yeah. Well, was there anyone else, anyone else involved when you lost your dignity, or were you all alone? Oh, I was all alone. Okay. I was all alone. Say no more. I looked yeah. mad. That back seat looked like a painter's radio by the time <laughs> I was done with it. Like a like a Jackson Pollock <laughs> yeah. pa- painting. Yes, very much so. <laughs> Except without all the colors. <laughs> uh, somebody left behind a pizza costume. Maybe for some sort of mascot or something like that for okay. a pizza shop. Also, somebody left behind their metal leg. Or maybe it wasn't theirs. Maybe it was somebody else's, but they left a metal leg behind. Well, how did they even step out of the car? Again, or do you have like a... Could have been a spare leg. Yeah. Maybe. Like you got uh, you know, one uh, you know, for formal occasions and then you know, one for everyday use. Or maybe they just hopped out of the car. Because that's what you do sometimes. You hop out of the car. You yeah, hop you out of a, a vehicle. If you've got a prosthetic leg, you're, you're getting out of the car with both legs. Yeah, but maybe you are so used to hopping around with one leg. Mm-hmm. And you finally get, you go get fitted for a brand new leg. Yep. They give you the brand new leg. But you're still so damn used to not having that leg on that you, oops, left it in the back of the cab. Hate when Sorry. that Sorry. Yeah. But do you ever get in a cab and just take it off? Yeah, I would never take it off. I mean, mm. I wouldn't take it off until I was at home. Then, you know, then I'll uh, then I'll take it off. But yeah. if I'm out in public, yeah. you know, I want to I don't want to leave that thing behind. It's probably a very uh, expensive fake leg. Maybe you hopped into the cab and you had it off to begin with. These are all questions that we can't possibly answer without more information. Some of the other things that customers have left behind in Ubers in Austin, Texas, a breast pump along with a white cowboy hat. Okay, well, you probably have to take the hat off in the car. And a Bernie Sanders fanny pack. I would say that's the most surprising thing you'd find in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah, but it's the kind of thing they were hoping to leave in the the, the Uber. And I'm going to throw Wendy's under the bus as well 
as a Mass Hat nominee because they've added strawberry as a new frosty flavor, but they're getting rid of vanilla. Why would you get rid of a signature flavor like that? Well, don't yeah, most chocolate it, is their signature flavor. Yeah, that's that's the one that most people yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, if you're talking about uh, a 50-50 choice of what you would get, right? Do you think more people would like strawberry than they would like vanilla? Not me. I'm I would miss the vanilla, and I'm going to boycott Wendy's just because of this now. For that? Yes, I boycotted Taco Bell because they got rid of the seven layer burrito. You're easily moved, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, you're e. <laughs> you got to make a stand in you, life, Bax. You can be pushed into any position. <laughs> Due to my paid endorsement of Wendy's, I will continue to go to Wendy's and enjoy the breakfast that they offer every single morning on the breakfast baconator. I've always I, they got a breakfast baconator. Oh yeah, dude. Wow. It's like it's like uh, heart attack heaven on a bun. <laughs> oh my god, this it's, sounds fantastic! It's uh, egg and uh, cheese, yeah, yeah, lots yeah. and lots and lots of bacon uh, and yeah, sausage. Yeah. Nice, you and get, sausage. You can get sausage on it too. Wow! Yeah, this sounds like something we have got to push. You can. We'll tell you how they are while you're, you're staging while your protest. While I'm boycotting. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll have the breakfast sandwich and a chocolate frosty. That's. I don't know if you can get a frosty at that early in the morning. I you can't should imagine be why able you wouldn't. To. You should be able yeah. to. I've been told, by the way, I'm not decisive enough. That's why I'm making big statements like this now. I'm boycotting I, Taco Bell. I'm boycotting Wendy's. I've been told that because I'm a Libra, I don't make decisions very easily. Are so. you sure? Hmm, that's a good question. Let good. me think about that. 656 with back Steve and Dave. We've got the 102-second sports coming up next. And in that sports report, one of the Springfield Thunderbirds almost died the other night. We'll get to it straight ahead on Rock 102. Hey, Spring. I never said it. She wouldn't ever. Her eyes still follow me. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7-Eleven. And Van Halen with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. A little rain this morning. Going to give way to sunshine and clouds this afternoon. Could have hit highs of about 80 today. You guys have been uh, you know, working for a while. You've been uh, gainfully employed, right? Yeah. Yeah, except for the three times I've been fired in radio. Right. But uh, mm-hmm. but you remember like your first week on the job, mm-hmm. you know, you 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 finish that you finish up to uh, like Friday and you say, "Ooh, thank God. Thank God that first week is uh, under my belt." Mm-hmm. Get a load of this. An Illinois foundry worker died when he accidentally fell into a 2600 degree Fahrenheit molten iron crucible burning half of his body <sighs> while the other half dropped onto the factory floor. Oh, my God. oh no. We are going to have ants. <laughs> You're absolutely right. It's the infestation of, pe- of unwanted yeah. pests that's the worst part of the story. You, you got to clean that up. Stephen Dirks, a 39, was only on the fifth day of his new job and on June 2nd at the Caterpillar Mableton Foundry in Peoria, Illinois. Uh, he was taking a sample of iron for the uh, Met Lab and apparently just tripped. Oh. He died instantly, but not all of them went in. Part of his body remained on deck for the coroner to retrieve, but it must have been ghastly for those folks that uh, witnessed it and had to wait for the coroner uh, with half of their co-worker lying on the floor. That is a... Uh, Boy. Jesus Christmas. That's, that's a bad first week at work. No kidding. You know, I, don't I've, I don't think I've ever had that bad of a day at work. Well, I've seen uh, co-workers in pieces laying on the floor around here, but that was for a completely different totally, reason. Totally, totally different. Totally different reason. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would not want to die in any work-related accident. 
Yeah. We, we don't really have a good chance of doing that. Yeah, here. there's nothing that could really happen to us. I was yeah, just oh, trying to think about don't, that. Don't say that, Dave. You don't, you don't want to jinx it. Well, you did have the slippery stairs behind you that apparently were loaded with human waste at one point. Oh, that was years ago. We survived that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a bulkhead in the back of the uh, the, the building here. You could, you could exit there if you really needed to. If mm. you can step all over the dead mice that are up that stairwell <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's, snakes. It's awful. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't think there's any real way for us to, for any of us to get, there's there's nothing here that's so dangerous that that it could kill you. That I'm um, aware of. I mean, I, I'm sure, like, well, if we were at a work release or... Well, yeah, I was going to say, there, there's there been some questionable events where, uh, you know, I wouldn't trust some of these road crew kids with the van. You know, putting it in f- uh, forward or reverse, so I mistake the gas pedal for the brake kind of thing. Sure. Yeah, and, that's dangerous. And then, uh, or, or uh, you know, one time I was out with the boss and we were, uh, we were outside of Dunkin' Donuts and the wind was blowing and that tent nearly took my head off. Really? Yeah, it was blowing all around, and we were holding it down, and the, the tent uh, almost hit me in the face. Well, anytime you're near large groups of people, too, if we're doing like a live broadcast somewhere in front of a huge yeah. audience, you know, you, you increase the numbers. I think you increase the chances, right, of something bad happening. Two incidents happened at a radio station that I worked for years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, uh, you know, back in the old days, if someone was broadcasting live, mm-hmm. it required someone to be back at the radio station to run the board. Okay, and one day I was uh, running the board uh, for this guy. Um, who actually eventually moved here. Anyway, that's a hardly part of the story. He was at like the Wisconsin State Fair, mm-hmm. and it's nighttime, like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night. All of a sudden, the weather turns, and there's this big thunderstorm, and we had this, it was like a shack uh, that was on like a trailer, mm-hmm. and uh, it got struck by lightning while the guy was on the air, Holy literally Christ. on the air, mm-hmm. and the whole thing went zap. And he was he was down. Everybody there got uh, you know struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. The guy survived it, but it's like you know <laughs> got struck by lightning. Um, the other thing, I a couple of years like the the year after I left, same radio station, same uh, filthy broadcast shack mm-hmm. uh, was right next to a stage, and uh, and this was like at a Milwaukee Brewers opening day game, and the the staging collapsed and like a bunch Ooh. of people got hurt on that. Yep. I missed all that good stuff. Yeah, well, you're lucky cuz you would have been dead. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But uh, yet here I am, there was still a, surviving. There was a radio station back in Syracuse that was near um uh, p- part of the canal way cuz you know, of course the the Erie Canal went right through Syracuse. And they were so close to the former canal, there was some waterways still there, and it used to flood on occasion to the point where the parking lot of the radio station adjacent to the canal would flood, and they need to have a rowboat for employees to get from the parking lot to the radio station. Really? Yes, and some guy almost drowned in that uh, amount of water. In the rowboat, tipped over, trying to get himself to, to the radio job. Yeah, Dedicated I, yeah. broadcaster. That he was. I'd, be, I'd be calling in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be saying, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? Dave's already there. He can take care of everything. Yeah, well, yeah. The problem was nobody yeah. was there running yeah. the station. Somebody had to take the rowboat to operate the station. Uh, I remember at the, uh, the station I used to work for, uh, in its former location, not where it is now, but in its former location... Yikes! Yeah, was that a was a little uh, sketchy. 
Well, there was a there was one uh, person that I knew that worked there. This was after I had worked there that uh, witnessed somebody getting stabbed hmm. on the camera, uh-huh. and then him calling the police, and then the man unfortunately succumbing to his injuries and dying in the parking lot in a in a nice neighborhood like that. I know, isn't that so surprising? <laughs> It was always like that. It was always like, oh, am I going to get shanked when I walk out of this building here at night? Because you'd be walking out of there at like 12.15, and you'd be like, hmm. Yeah, but it was but it was painted aquamarine. That's a happy little color. Yeah. No one's going to get stabbed outside an aquamarine I'm building. I'm not sure about that. I, I, this job is definitely not worth risking your life for. It really isn't. Yeah. Maybe there are others who have had injuries on the job. Yeah, I mean, maybe not falling into a vat of what was it? Molten. It was the, uh, it was molten iron. Molten iron. Yeah. I think the, the 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 crazy part about it is okay. He fell in, but not all of them. Yeah. And then uh, the the other part just fell right out. Mm. Uh, I once saw the aftermath of a man getting his foot severed by the coupling of a train uh, rail car. Ah, you saw that? I I didn't see it happen. The aftermath. I, I saw the after. And actually, I should I shouldn't even say that because I didn't see the aftermath. I saw the kind of pain this man was. Oh, in. I see. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. Uh, he didn't do what he was supposed to do, and he jumped up between two rail cars to get a number to get the, what the number was on the side of it. Well, while he was stepping back off, the train was still pulling away. Yeah. And when the train pulls away, it's kind of like a kinetic energy, uh, you know. Uh, Centrifugal force. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, kind of thing. Momentum so thing. then when you're standing out, you have about like two inches of slack between each rail car, even though they're coupled together. And when that thing smashes together, it smashed the guy's foot. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Did he at least finish his shift? No, he didn't. You know Slacker. what the you know what the funniest this part is a union of, shop too, right? This, mm. this is the funniest part about this whole story. Cuz this guy, this guy wanted, he, you know, he was laying on the ground, they had to call an ambulance and all this other stuff and they said when he took his boot off, the blood started like pumping out of the foot cuz he <laughs> cuz he lost half the foot. Wow. But then uh one of our uh, one of our coworkers Eventually, there was this like, "Hey, everybody, chip in money for this guy to help him out with his with his uh, you know medical expenses." So I think I flipped like fifty bucks. Somebody else, you know, everybody's throwing money into this spot, and one of these guys goes, "You know what? Uh, I'm just subtracting whatever he. I gave him twenty dollars for coffee that night, and he never got a chance to go get the coffee." <laughs> So of my $50 donation, I'm subtracting the $20 right. and just giving him $30 because he figured he's already got that extra 20 in his pocket that he never spent. Was the money going to be used for a new pair of shoes? I think so. <laughs> and he never got a chance to use it. And Daniel, womp, womp. And Daniel Day-Lewis got nominated for an Oscar in that movie, My Left Foot. Remember that? Yeah, but was, that for, was that for a workplace injury? Oh, maybe not. I don't, I don't remember know. that. Yeah. It's uh, 720 with Back Steve and Dave at Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery. They print their shirt on your back. Heck, they make the Rock 102. Skinner, fresh off of putting together a song for Governor DeSantis in Florida. Rock 102 with Back Steve and Dave. Good morning. It's going to be uh, cloudy uh, this morning with some rain showers and then clearing by this afternoon with a high of 82. Tomorrow, ranged out rain thunderstorms, I guess you would call them, uh, and a high of 74. It's 65 right now in downtown Springfield. You, know, you may have heard us playing a commercial uh, for Ray Street Live in uh, in Holyoke. The Size are going to be celebrating the 30th anniversary of their debut album this coming weekend. Uh, tomorrow on the show, Tommy Pluta and Robert LaRoche will be here in the studio from The Size They'll be singing a couple of songs uh, and doing some stuff. 
pretty cool band very good backstory and they'll be with us tomorrow morning just after eight o'clock great and of course tomorrow also a thunderbird thursday right and tommy cross the defenseman scheduled to join us too yes could be a busy show tomorrow yeah we can ask him all about that serious injury that his teammate luke witkowski suffered i was talking about it in the sports where a stick broke in half and it went flying into his neck and missed his carotid artery yes. by like an inch but he's okay he's all right yeah a lot of blood but he's okay eh, you can always make more blood yeah now that a transfusion or two can't take care of him yes I always feel like I'm getting kicked to the carotid artery every morning when I come in here. <laughs> there you go. We were talking about work. That, right. that would be a step up for you. That's yeah. a workplace injury. That's exactly. Right. Yeah. We we're just talking Absolutely. about that, right? It's like falling into a vat of 4,000 degree steam. <laughs> Almost. And half of my body is on the floor. That's it. It's 729. News is next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. 732. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by... Yankee Home Improvement mentioned Rock 102 and saved $2,500 off the cost of labor during Yankee Home's Thank You America sale going on now through July 4th. Call Yankee Home and mention Rock 102 all month long. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. By the way, uh, just heard that uh, that, that uh, commercial for Symphony Hall. Mm-hmm. There's another show coming up at Symphony Hall, uh, Buddy Guy and Kenny Wayne Shepard. Buddy Guy is 85 years old. Still doing it, huh? And still touring. Wow. Unbelievable. 85. Well, McCartney has something to shoot for. It's like another five years and they'll catch up to it, right? Hey, in our top story this morning, Springfield uh, Springfield City Council needs a new vice president. You know, Marcus Williams resigned, and so the vice president, Jesse Letterman, assumed the presidency. But apparently their bylaws do not provide for a procedure to name a vice president. And so Letterman last night proposing taking nominations. And then holding a vote at the council's next meeting. So the new vice president for the Springfield City Council could come from these folks. Maria Perez, Michael Fenton, Melvin Edwards, Mallow Brown, Victor Davila, Tim Allen, Zeta Govan, or any of the counselors at large. Sean Curran, Justin Hurst, Kateri Walsh. Kateri. Kateri, I got it wrong again. And Tracy Whitfield. I don't know if there are odds out on any of those folks becoming the next vice president of the Springfield City Council. I always remember her name by uh, as a catering business. There you go. All right. I always remember her name because I've spoken to her countless times. I, I would say uh, you should start a business called Catery's Catering. Why not? But you know what? You're absolutely right yeah. about that. Well, especially if she doesn't get the vice presidency of the Springfield City Council. She might need something else going on. You know, uh, there's really only one way to resolve this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure the city council will consider it. Uh, one spot, two spot, zigzag tear, pie got penny got tenium tear, rhythm scarum, tay, ta. Oh. Toe. See, I was going to go with uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mallow. Okay. That'd you know. be simple. Yeah. That would be, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we should have some... Or, Some of these folks on, and maybe they, they you know, oh, they, well, I'm just oh, saying, man. you know, God, no, no, how about this? That. How about this? Yep. My city councilor hanging out the clothes, your city clown, uh, councilor punched them in the nose. What color was the blood? Uh, <clears throat> I, I don't know. You don't know that one? No, you don't know that one. What color was the blood? Well, you, you could say like it's blue, uh, B L U E, and you're the, you're it. That's it. Oh, that's how you do it. This seems like were a you ever a child? I when you were young, I didn't do those things. I'm sorry. Maybe it's a generational thing. Oh, uh, don't make me come on. Uh, I'm just no, saying. It don't could make be. me take. I'll take off my belt. Okay, old man. Well, I don't know nothing about this, but I'm picking Mallow Brown just because his first name sounds like a candy. Yeah. 
Hey, speaking of sweets, the Glazed Donut Shop in Amherst serving its last treats this coming Sunday. Oh, what a shame. According to a Facebook post from the owners, Karen and Nick Rhodes, who said, quote, after all the challenges of the pandemic over the last two years, we were unable to see a viable path forward. That sucks mm-hmm. because uh, I don't know this place, but to, to, to go through the whole pandemic and then survive and then have to close your doors at the end of all that, mm-hmm. that sucks. Well, you know, donuts are a tough business. A lot of competition out there. You got the uh, you got the bigger companies, you got your small and mom pas yeah. out there. Yeah, you know, they're all they're all making delicious donuts, mm-hmm. delicious and tasty donuts, good, wonderful uh, confectionery treats. And sometimes it's just it's hard to compete against uh, you know some of these others. I hear you. But just uh, like you know, like what was it last week? Mm-hmm. We were mentioning uh, that they were like the top donut shops in Massachusetts mm-hmm. for whatever reason. We're all located. Uh, east of Worcester, right? Ignoring all the many wonderful donut shops that we have out here in Western Mass, mm-hmm. and the next thing we know, uh, the coffee cup in yeah. uh, in, in Chicopee yeah. is delivering delicious Boston cream donuts. And we had bagels yesterday. We had bagels yesterday, and the only reason I'm bringing this up now is I'm wondering who's next. Yeah, where can we manifest breakfast foods from? Well, I'll tell you who's next: the beer brewed by the monks at St. Joseph's Abbey. Brewing their last beer. They're, what is going on here? Their equipment is up for sale. The monks will be selling off all of Spencer Brewery's assets and equipment. They use it for commercial brewing and bottling of craft beer. There's going to be a public auction June 23rd at 10 a.m. So if you're interested in becoming a home brewer or maybe going into business as a brewer, here's a good opportunity for now, you right um, now. I, my understanding is that they are doing this. Uh, the monks, mm-hmm. because they want to focus more on monk stuff. Yes. Like right. monk recruitment mm-hmm. and uh, uh, monk training programs. I mean, I have to believe. You can't just walk up to the uh, the monastery and say, I'd like to be a monk, please. Uh, monkey bars training. There's got to there's gotta be uh, some vetting. There's got to be a... Uh, it, you know, an interview process. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if these monks have taken a vow of silence, but how are you supposed to go through an interview process if you can't uh, answer the questions that aren't even asked? All uh, good points. Hand signals. I guess. The Spencer's Brewery, by the way, founded back in 2014, was the only one recognized by the International Trappist Monk Association. <laughs> and the equipment being auctioned off yeah. includes the 50-barrel brewing system, the station bottling line, the the, the, the fermentation the, tanks. Trappist monks have been known to be making uh, booze yes. for generations, yes. hundreds of years, yes, centuries. The fine beer making tradition. Mm-hmm. You know your uh, your silent monks uh, kind of stirred up a joke in me that I remember. Would you like to hear it? Of course, absolutely. There was a there was a nun who went to a monastery and she had to uh, keep this vow of silence and she was only allowed to say uh, two words. Every 10 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So after the first 10 years, uh, they said, do, do you have anything to say? And she says, uh, uh, bed hard. That was it. That's bed all she said. Right? Two words. Okay. Bed so hard. Two, uh, another 10 years goes by. Mm-hmm. Well, what else do you have to say? Uh, food bad. Right? Okay. Another, okay. another two then, words. Yeah. yeah. And another 10 years goes by. And they say, all right, what, what, else, uh, what else you got? And she goes, I quit. And he goes, well, thank God, because all you've done since you've been here is bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> you see? 
See? She complains about everything. It's a dumb little joke. (laughs) No, it's a great one, Steve. Yes, and it helped uh, bridge the gap between news and now hear this. Good job. Hey, by the way, if you want to buy all all, all that brewing equipment, um, you can actually check it out a day or two in advance. As I said, the auction is June 23rd, but public inspections of the equipment can take place June 21st and June 22nd. You got to make a contact there in order to set up an appointment to do that. I always wanted to have like uh, some sort of industrial equipment in my house. Yeah, get get her done, man. You know what? What I really want. What I really, really want. No, tell me what you want. What you really, really want. I want a zigzag ah, but I also would like one of those air fryers that they use at like a Dunkin' Donuts, like the ones that they uh, Mm -hmm. they cook the sandwiches in. Sure. Because that's like a super powered air fryer. Yep. Like you can get stuff done in seconds with with that. You can cook a whole turkey in like twenty minutes in that thing. Do you want to cook a turkey in twenty minutes in that thing? Well, I would entertain the idea of cooking a turkey for twenty minutes. Think of all the things you could cook so quickly oh, and so crispy and tasty. I would have I would have a hard time imagining that if I uh, you, me showing up at the house and uh, telling my wife, "Hey, look, uh, honey, I've." Bought myself some industrial equipment so we can make yeah. beer in the garage. Right. I can, I can just imagine what her reaction would be to that. You'd have to have a place big enough to hold that giant vat thing. And a place to put the bed next to the vat. Right. I'm pretty sure that's where I'll be told to sleep for the next few months. In case you're worried about the monks at St. Joseph's Abbey losing revenue, they're still selling their Trappist preserves, their religious books, and their other items on their on-site gift shop, according yeah. to the press release. They're selling Yankee candles as a school fundraiser. <laughs> D- David's cookie dough. Yes. That's the other one they're selling. Oh, but the cookie dough is so delicious. <laughs> hey, we still have to be it's, on the lookout. It's good right out of the tub. It is. Yeah. Hey, we still have to be on the lookout for COVID, guys. The Massachusetts Department of Public Health, in conjunction with the Centers for Disease Control, issued this warning that five counties in Massachusetts still have, quote, high community transmission levels. In Western Mass, Franklin County is listed as the worst area for COVID-19 transmission. So if you're planning to go to Worcester or any place close to that. Franklin County is, no. That's north. Oh, that's not? That's not. Oh, that's like Greenfield? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. As if I needed another reason to stay away from the Greenfield area, Dave. Oh, my (laughs) goodness, you and your little tips. Yeah, Worcester is in the Worcester County area. Ah, okay. They They got their own county. They got everything over there. All right. Well, beware of COVID still, by the way. It's still out there, and it can get you, apparently. Coming up next, and now hear this, the new Tom Brady underwear, a sneak peek, so to speak. Also, rising gas prices and how the state legislators feel about that and how the public feels about that. And Chris Pratt, with the brand-new Jurassic Park coming out, He's going to chime in as well. And now hear this straight ahead on Rock 102. Kevin Pryor here to tell you about the new AmericanLadders.com Rental Center. We rent it all. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 749 and Hart with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be uh, some rain showers this morning with then clearing by this afternoon, a high of 82. Tomorrow, thunder showers with a high of 74. It's 65 right now in downtown Springfield. It's 750 with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Now hear this. Now hear this. It's just the normal noises in here. You hear me? You're only hearing what you want to hear. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one with 
Gas prices in the Bay State now averaging $5 a gallon. It may be tough to make it through the rest of the summer here. I was going to go to the zoo, but gas prices are high. Ain't going to happen. I'm not going anywhere this summer, and here is why. Why, man? Gas prices are high. Gas prices are high. Gas prices are high. No one can afford it. So, Western Mass News decided to do something about it. They interviewed a bunch of people about the idea of suspending the state gas tax through the summer. And they got various opinions on this. For instance, from Senator... John Velas, who spoke first to Western Mass News. Every opportunity that I've had to, to vote to suspend the gas tax, I've done so. We, people need immediate relief, and I don't see any reason why we can't suspend the gas tax now. And Senator Eric Lesser agreed, although he had some conditions. If we make assurances that the state's bond rating is not impacted, and very importantly, that in infrastructure projects, road and bridge repairs, and other really important construction projects uh, aren't impacted. State Representative Carlos Gonzalez disagreed, thinking that we should be attacking the gas companies and asking them for some relief rather than trying to apply this to the state gas tax. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, right. And they also asked some consumers at the pump what they thought of the idea of suspending the state gas tax, which, by the way, would give you a savings of about 24 cents a gallon. Well, if they can do that, yeah, of course. So it can be cheaper for me to put gas. And this woman said... 24 cents? Wow. That's it? Oh, my God. I mean, at this point, take what you can get, but 24 cents doesn't is not really that much of a difference. Some of the consumers talking to Western Mass News at the pump. You know, the thing that gets me about all of this is those any place that offers like uh, gas points or get money off your gas, and all of a sudden somebody can get 30 cents off a gallon, and you know, there's obviously more than one person getting that perk. Uh, like, let's say a stop and shop, for example. You mm -hmm. spend like $300 worth of groceries in a month. Right. You get uh, 30 cents off the gallon. Well, that's easy to do is to spend $300 on groceries in a month at any store. Um, but if they can sell the gas for 30 cents lower then what's the real cost of the gallon of gas that but, they're selling? But, Steve, what they do is is they will raise prices on some items in the store, which offsets the cost of what they're knocking down the gas. Ah, so like the, the, the donuts or yeah. maybe the Mountain Dew or, or something like whatever. that. Whatever. It could be anything. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just saying that they, they're not losing any money by offering you a discount on gas. They're getting you in some other way. So you're not really saving any real money. I mean, if you if you ran your budget month to month, you'd probably find you're spending about mm. the same minus the cost of normal inflation. Right? I don't know. Just seems like a little fishy to me. It seems fishy, but it's really just a matter of, it's like a shell game. They're moving, you know, one pot of money over to the That's other. That's the very company that I got the gas from that was 30 cents off a gallon. Shell game gas? Yes. Gotcha. Well, if you suspend the state gas tax again, I said 24 cents, and I love the one woman's reaction. 24 cents? Wow. That's it? That's it? That's, That's all it. you That's got? That's the best you can do? Yeah. 
Uh, clip number, well, I don't know how many it is because we played a number of clips from Western Mass. 37. Okay, clip number 37. Yesterday, this is uh, 4A. Go yeah, ahead. Okay. We <laughs> talked yesterday about Jeff Goldblum's new action figure character. Yes. From the new Jurassic Park movie that opens up this weekend. Chris Pratt, of course, one of the other stars of that movie, saying that he stole props from the set of the movie. I'm just going to keep them. I'm going to keep them, hold on to them, and put them in my safe. Pass them down, maybe? No, no, they get buried with me. When I die, they go with me. But it's kind of nice, find out where I'm buried. Dig me up, get yourself a raptor tooth. All right, so there you go. (laughs) Use it like a treasure map, almost. If I was going to get a Jeff Goldblum action figure, it would be the fly. It wouldn't be uh, the Jurassic That's what Bax said yesterday, actually. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, you you push a button and it it spits vomit all over its food. Uh That would be great. Or what about uh, Transylvania 65000? That was a great movie. He was it? Go. Was there it really? Yeah, and uh, Ed Begley Jr. was in that, too. <laughs> and, by the way, Ed Begley Jr.'s sister lives here in Springfield. We talked to him about that. That's right. Nice. Clip number 39 <laughs> from Giselle Bunchen, who filmed her husband Tom Brady in the bathroom yeah. because Tom Brady has released his brand new line of underwear. And so... Here's some footage from Giselle Bunchen's iPhone capturing Tom Brady on video in the bathroom wearing nothing but underwear. Check it out. Hmm, somebody's got a new underwear. <laughs> what is this? Let me see. Let me see a new underwear. Is that Brady brand right. underwear? <laughs> that is Brady brand underwear, by the way, that he's wearing there. Some of those uh, white boxer briefs for like 25 bucks a pop. She could make fun of me all day long. I know, but if uh, if my wife were taking video of me in the bathroom, I wouldn't want that posted anywhere. You know what I'm wearing. And I bet you that's like one of their little marketing things now. Probably. Hey, you know what? If we uh, show everybody how hot you are in these underwear, then maybe we could sell some more. And if I say sexy things to you while you're wearing them, you know, we could sell a whole lot more. Yes, yeah. you absolutely could. Well, it's either that or she did it without his approval, and then he made his decision to come back. So, well, screw you, Giselle. I'm coming back for another year. Maybe that's when that happened. I'd like to think it took more than that. Yeah, I think. But you never know. Um, but Brady becomes just the latest in a line of super athletes to be hawking underwear. Tennis star Rafael Nadal, soccer stars Cristiano Ronaldo and David Beckham, and if you recall, Joe Namath once hawked pantyhose. Now, I don't wear pantyhose, but a beauty mist can make my legs look good. Imagine what they'll do for yours. <laughs> there you go. The legendary Joe Namath. Mm, there you go. You remember those ads, right, Bax? I Bax? do. I yeah. do. Yeah. Steve, way too young to remember those, by but the way. The uh, Ben Roethlisberger underwear. <laughs> oh, yeah? With, comes with a DNA kit. <laughs> <laughs> It's 7.57, the rest of the sports straight ahead on Rock 102. Take a look at the Ego Mower. Ego exceeds the power of gas. You charge it up and you mow. Get an Ego today at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-12 and Rush with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's uh, going to be cloudy this morning and then clearing by this afternoon with a high of 82. Tomorrow, thunderstorms with a high of 74. It's 65 in downtown Springfield. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow, uh, Tommy Pluta and uh, Bob LaRoche from The Size will be here. They're going to be uh, doing a 30th anniversary concert at Ray Street Live this weekend. We'll tell you all about that tomorrow on the back Stephen Dave show. Well, it's also a Thunderbird Thursday tomorrow, so we got another Tommy. Tommy Cross. Yeah. There you go. Just they're saying. Playing. They're playing in the the playing the Laval Rocket. Yeah. Games three, four, and five up in Canada. Which isn't fair, by the way. It's not fair, actually. He's gonna be calling us from Canada? Yes. Damn. I guess we, yeah. and not, we, and not pay for those international rights? <laughs> Do we have the money for that call? Yeah, I'm sure he'll reverse the charges. Uh by the way, tomorrow's also National Earl Day. 
Earl Day? What is that? I don't know. You want me to check, you want to check it now or you want to wait till tomorrow? Well, yeah, go ahead. Check it now. Let's see. What All right. <laughs> I was going to say, please wait till tomorrow. No, no. I want to know what it is. All right. Steve wins because I want to know too. Um, back in 1954, an enterprising man by the name of Earl Baltz went from band leader to dirt race track owner. And apparently it was the first dirt track of its kind. Yeah. I could have waited until tomorrow. And so they've named a portion of the highway near the dirt track the Earl Baltz Highway. And how do you, how do you uh, spell Baltz? B-A-L-T-E-S. And it says here, fast forward to 2016, after he had passed away, and they've created all this whole week in his honor. And wow. a, a day in his honor. What that, that's what a glorious celebration. But I, you know, I think maybe we could honor other Earls tomorrow. That's what I'm thinking. <sighs> Earl Holloman? From Policewoman. From Policewoman, yes. Yes. Good idea. Um, Earl Batty, I think, was a great baseball catcher at one point. Earl the Pearl Monroe. How about that one? New York Nick legend. There you yes. go. Um, I'm out of Earls. Yeah, Steve Earl, country star. <laughs> yeah, well, there's the Steve Earl, too. Um, hmm. Any Earls, Steve? Not that I can think of. <laughs> Earl. I know Merle. Merle Haggard. Haggard. Yeah. yeah, Merle Haggard, yeah, yeah. right, yep, yep, yep. Uh, I don't really know any other Earls. Uh, Earl Scruggs, a famous yes. country and western star. You're right about that. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, what else we got going on? Well, I have a, a, an Am I the A-hole, but it, it's pretty obvious. It's it's a little too obvious, I think, just with the, the title. But there really uh, is a kind of a societal rule that's being broken here that needs to be addressed. Okay. Okay. You ready? All right. Am I the a-hole? Am I the a-hole for bringing my baby to a child-free wedding? The answer is automatically yes. (laughs) I I don't even know if I really need to go into the whole details, but this woman says, uh, my cousin uh, lives a six-hour drive from me and the rest of our family. A few months ago, we all drove over there for his wedding. Due to limited space, no children were invited to the wedding except the bride's young nieces and nephews. My baby was 10 months old at the time, and I was not comfortable leaving him alone in an unfamiliar place with a stranger, which was a babysitter that my other cousins hired for their own kids. So I decided to bring him to the wedding. I wrote on the RSVP that I was bringing him, but he would be sitting on my lap, and I would bring my own food for him. My cousin didn't say anything, so I just assumed that he was okay with it. My baby cried at the ceremony. Oh. Oh, that's, that's adorable. But I quickly took him out of the room. At the reception, I had him with me the whole time in a body carrier. He didn't make much of a fuss, and I thought everything was okay. After the wedding, my, my, my aunt, the groom's mother, confronted me and told me that I was rude for bringing my baby without permission. I explained that I wrote on the RSVP what I was planning to do, but my cousin did not object. She said that my cousin and his bride had a problem with it, but the bride didn't want to start any drama because she doesn't know me well. Oh, so you took it upon yourself <laughs> to start the drama. You know, yeah. if the invitation specifically says no children, right? Yeah. to me... And call me crazy. To me, that says what I should not do would be to bring my children. That's pretty much all I need to know. I agree. Yeah. And does this qualify as baby mama drama as well? Oh, it would be. You could, it would you could be severe that. baby mama drama. I'm just thinking. And then uh, she said, my other cousin's baby was seven month old at the time, and my aunt said that he had no pro- that uh, he had no problem leaving his baby with a certified babysitter, and I should have done the same. And some of my cousins were upset because they thought that the groom gave me special treatment by letting me bring my baby and making them leave their kids with a babysitter. First of all, 
first of all, before we go any further, this woman drove six hours yeah. to this wedding. Mm-hmm. She already had a good enough excuse to say, I can't go because it's six hours away. Gotcha. That's what she should have said. And that should have been the end of it. Yeah. It's six hours away and I have no place to put my kid. So I'm not going. I don't think anybody would have lost any sleep over that. No, probably not. No. But uh, listen, these, uh, these there's certain times where a child should be allowed. Like uh, if you said, hey, everybody, bring anybody you want to you to the party. That would be the exception. But when they say no children means no children. And it's up to the people who are running the wedding to make those exceptions. You know, if she said there was like 10-year-olds running around, that's different. They had that set up. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Especially yeah. if they were part of the ceremony, like a like a ring bearer or something, or a flower girl. Yeah. yeah. There was none of that at my son's wedding recently, by the way. All of his friends, either none of them have kids, yeah. or they didn't bring their kids, because there were none there. And there was nothing written. There were no warnings or anything like that. But if they well, had kids, they left them home. So we didn't say no kids during our wedding. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, uh, people would just assume that that's not the place to bring children. Yeah. I mean, my my, my nephew was there. Our, our niece was there. But I mean, they were the only two kids and it was fine. You know, it was fine. But I mean, we didn't specifically state well, no kids. Mm-hmm. We had a, we had our, our wedding at Look Park. So we invited we told people bring your kids with you because you can make a family fun day out of it with the uh paddle boats and the train ride and the splash park and, and the, uh, you can do a and whole the, and the homeless heroin addicts in the park oh yeah there's all kinds of things there wasn't too many of them back then they were invited to a different event yes yeah. but uh and but if the people got really drunk they could probably do the splash park too i would imagine at your wedding you right? could you could have done whatever you wanted to do there yeah. and uh but but that was because we made it that way we wanted everybody to be inclusive mm-hmm. but there are people that you know that's their choice it's not just because you they didn't say bring your kid with you doesn't mean that that's okay to bring your kid with you. No, it's very specific. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But yeah, there are some true. people that really don't believe that those kinds of stipulations apply to them. Right. Like, well, there would be no problem if my adorable little angel uh, came. They love my kid. Rules. Except, you know, what you don't realize is they, they may be saying no kids. Maybe not because of your kid. But maybe somebody else has got a kid they're not too crazy about. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, who are you to deny the rules of the invitation? Good point. They don't want they don't want to bring on that argument. Listen, there are plenty of kids I'm not too crazy about. (laughs) Plenty of parents I'm not too crazy about. You want to name them? No, I'm not going to name them here. But I think those people know who I'm talking about. Oh, very subtle of you, too. Yes. Well, I just want to lay it out there and say it. Well, he's looking at you. Yeah. I I like your kids. Your kids are hilarious. (laughs) Yes, but they can also be unruly at times, but just like kids. any other child. They're kids, exactly, yeah. exactly. But if I were going to have throw a, like a big uh, big party with invitations, I'd you know I'd say, listen, if you want to bring your kids, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last night I came home, they were doing keg stands, and I'm like, ah, you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> Back away. Yeah. Let let the old man show you. Yeah, how let this me is show done. you how this is done. Did they Get- buy those kegs from the Trappist monks? <laughs> they were selling their all their equipment off or not? No, we've been making our own beer for years. <laughs> all right. <laughs> It's 821 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Rock 102's classic rock summers. They were once known as Crystal Pistol. Why do they stick with that? I don't know. I kind of like that name. And by the way, they spelled the pistol the same way as the crystal. P-Y-S-T-A-L. That's so clever the way they used to do that back in the 80s. Yeah. 
So clever, the way they would uh, purposely misspell things. It almost makes me think these guys didn't really know how to spell the original word to begin with. Hard to believe, right? By the way, this is Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. Good morning. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, tomorrow, Tommy Cross from the... Uh, the the uh, the Thunderbirds. Yeah, told I, you about that. Well, I hope he's up and at him from Canada because Steve raised a good point. They're up there getting ready to take on the Laval Rocket. I don't know internationally. There's no time zone difference, right, to Montreal. So that should be all right. To Montreal will be fine if they're playing in uh, Quebec. Right. Possibly different. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to text him. Make sure he's okay. He's good to go on that tomorrow. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know. Is, is Quebec City east or west of Montreal? I think it's it's east. A right, little so, bit. I've been to both, and I think they're both the same time zone. Toronto is definitely central time, I believe. Uh, I don't think so. All right. Uh, then let me just state this for the record. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking about about time zones when it comes to Canada, because I just don't typically care about what goes on up there. Calgary and Edmonton, definitely different time zones. Um, you get up into the what the Maritimes up in like uh, Nova Scotia, I think, that New Brunswick or Brunswick, whatever it is up there. That's different, right, I think. Right, right. Yeah. I, I, I don't have any idea. All I know is we have news that's coming up next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Showers will come to an end this morning, and we have a nice afternoon on the way with mostly sunny skies that become less humid with a nice breeze. Highs right around 80. But tonight, clouds will be on the increase. We stay dry most of the night. It'll become muggy again, though, with temperatures falling to around 60. But tomorrow, we're going to have heavy rain in the morning, perhaps even embedded thunderstorm. Could pick up one to two inches of rainfall. We'll dry it out in the afternoon with some partial clearing at be breezy. Highs in the mid-70s. It turns less humid in the afternoon. And Friday looks delightful with a mostly sunny sky. It'll be breezy and comfortable with highs in the upper 70s. With your Western Mass News First Alert Forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. Dave, there are times where I've had myself a piece of cake and I have thought to myself, you know what? I would love to drink this. Well, you can have your cake and drink it too with the new Dunkin' Cake Batter Signature Latte. I've tried it. It's delicious. It's got the bold espresso, the cake batter flavor, mocha drizzle, and sprinkles too. Yep, it's pushing the boundaries of deliciousness like never before at Dunkin'. Introducing the new Dunkin' Cake Batter Signature Latte. Mission accomplished, everyone. America runs on Duncan. The GT Radial Max Tour LX Tire, engineered and most popular sizes made in the U.S. for all-season performance, superior wet braking, and a smooth, quiet ride. Max Tour LX comes with a 70,000-mile treadwear warranty, road hazard, and 24-7 roadside assistance. GT Radial Max Tour LX. For road trips, night outs, for every experience, for all seasons. Visit Pete'sTire.com or go see them in Northampton, Orange, and Gardner for all your passenger and light truck tire needs. Winesick Nursery is your local go-to garden center. We've been around since 1954 and we're as local as it gets with 80 acres of homegrown trees, shrubs, plants, flowers, and a retail store. Winesick Nursery wants to be the one you turn to for growing advice, to help you find the perfect tree for that special spot, to be there when you need annuals, flowers, perennials, organic vegetables and herbs for your garden. Winesick Nursery is your best source for soil and for bulk mulch and compost delivered to your driveway. Winesick Nursery is your retail store with garden necessities and gifts like houseplants, tropical plants, and pottery. We can recommend the best seed and fertilizer for your lawn and show you beautiful shrubs and flowering trees. We are the go-to garden center for experienced gardeners. For those who are not, Winesick Nursery, Route 9 in Hadley, and at winesicknursery.com. 
Stop what you're doing. The financial markets are in ruins. You're in debt up to you. And you hate your job. And you keep hoping for a better way. There is. My one-man show, Yield of Dreams. I'll demystify your money myths, transform your life, and entertain you all at the same time. Curious? Join me, Charlie Epstein, June 23rd, 24th, or the 25th at Holyoke Community College for a financially entertaining evening. Get tickets at yieldofdreams.live. Free for all students and start living a life of wonderment, joy, laughter, and play. 834. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So the Springfield City Council has a little problem. They got no vice president. You know, when Marcus Williams resigned and Vice President Jesse Letterman assumed the presidency, then everyone thought, well, then something else is going to happen. We're going to get a new vice president. But the problem is their bylaws don't provide for that. Remember when uh, Richard Nixon resigned from the presidency in mm-hmm. disgrace mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, Gerald Ford, yes. who was the vice president at the time, mm-hmm. uh, and, he, and he was... He was put in that position when Spiro Agnew was bounced out for tax evasion and all kinds of other uh, chicanery, you sure. could say. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, same thing. Uh, here's uh, here's Gerald Ford, uh, the only non-elected president we've ever had, mm-hmm. filling in. And he had to, to uh, decide, well, who's going to be my vice president? So apparently the Congress all scrambled around and they said, hey, Nelson Rockefeller's taken up a lot of space in Congress. Why don't we push him to the vice presidency? Yeah, and we won't even have to pay him. Right, because the guy is independently wealthy. He doesn't really need what kind of pittance you're going to pay him. Right. So that's how it worked out. So maybe what they need to do is all get together and draw straws. And whoever gets the short straw gets to be the vice president of the Springfield City Council. Well, you know what's interesting about our government at the national level is if the vice president falls ill, then they have a succession plan. I think it's the Speaker of the House that's next in line. Yeah, there's, I mean, the, the, the uh, believe it or not, the uh, the line of succession goes pretty deep. Mm-hmm. At some point, I believe the head gardener at the White House could eventually lead this country. And then Biden's dogs that attacked all those Secret Service agents when he first took office. Couldn't do any worse. Well, it's funny you're talking about this because Jesse Letterman did propose taking nominations, kind of what you were talking about, Bax, and then holding a vote at the council's next ve- meeting to determine who the vice president would be. And it would come from all of the folks who are currently serving on the Springfield City Council. I named them earlier. You can go on to MassLive.com and pick your favorites. It's kind of like you're, 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 you're picking your favorite singer on American Idol. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. which one's your favorite? Maybe we should make them all sing on this show. And oh, then, God. No. Okay. Maybe not. See, if you have, see the, the problem is if you have one. Then you gotta have all of them, and mm. if you ever talk to mm-hmm. all of them, you realize, oh my God, I've made a colossal mistake. Yeah, I hear you. In a blow to the state of Massachusetts, Waltham-based Raytheon Technologies is moving its global headquarters to Arlington, Virginia. Raytheon mm-hmm. making that announcement yesterday, saying that their new headquarters in Virginia will increase their quote agility in supporting the U.S. government, and. That's bad news because, I mean, you know, yeah. when I grew up in Rehoboth, there was a, I knew a lot of people who worked at Raytheon. I mean, that was a major employer at uh, at one point. I don't know if they still employ as many people as they they did back in the 80s, but that's a that's a big loss. Yes, and our governor spoke out on that yesterday saying, don't worry, everything's going to be fine. He didn't really say how that's going to be fine, but it's going to be fine, the fact that we're losing all those jobs to Virginia. 
a Georgia man tried to carry a loaded firearm onto his flight at Bradley International Airport. This according to the TSA officials who released the statement through the Connecticut State Police who busted the guy. A 9mm firearm discovered in his carry-on bag during the normal security screening process. He also had 17 rounds of ammo. So he was arrested and busted at Bradley. Hmm. You would think that that'd be something you might want to leave at home. You'd think, right? Or maybe you also should leave your heroin and cocaine at home instead of driving around with it. Where, police? Where, Where police? Yes. Their police. Them. They arrested a woman around 4.30 Monday afternoon. They were conducting a traffic stop on Webb Court. And during the traffic stop, officers discovered that the driver, Lori Larzas Supchak, had an active warrant. So they searched the car, found the heroin and the cocaine in there. All right. <sighs> That's your everyday heroin and everyday cocaine. Well, the driving around kind that you keep in your car. Yeah. Well, you got to keep it in the console. Yeah. I mean, the kind that you can sell out of your automobile if you're passing by yeah. people who look like they want some heroin or cocaine. I mean, I realize, you know, you got to do what you can to move it from one place to another, but I, I try to drive without it. Frankly, it's not that hard to do. No. Her bail's been set at $5,000. We still got to look out for COVID-19, especially in Franklin County. They have a, quote, high level of community transmission in Franklin County. That, according to the Mass Department of Public Health, in conjunction with the Centers for Disease Control. So if you're traveling to Franklin County, we'd establish that was Greenfield. And I don't know what other beautiful communities north of us. Uh, I don't well, know. I mean, all the... Uh, Deerfield, all the, I suppose. Yeah. Aren't you from Deerfield? Well, I spent some time in Deerfield. So, yeah, I think I think it's in Franklin County. I was pretty young when that I was. I don't think Deerfield's in Franklin County. I right. could be wrong. Well, we could list, list off the Franklin County communities so folks could look after them. Turner's Falls, maybe? Yeah, yeah. probably. Uh -huh. Northfield, maybe? Yeah, okay. I'm just guessing here. I'm uh, I'm going on Wikipedia just to uh, just so that I know what the hell I'm talking well, about. Well, look, you, I mean, Greenfield, Green, Montague, Shelburne, Coleraine, Burnetson, Northfield, Orange, Shelburne Falls, Ashfield, Charlemont, Buckland, New Salem, Waitley, Irving, Gill. Okay. Uh, Shutesbury, Leverett, Conway, Leiden, Sunderland, Warwick, Holly, Wendell, Millers Falls, Monroe, Heath, Row. So they, be they, careful they, if you're traveling up there because they got the high level of community COVID nineteen. According to the CDC and the Mass Department of Public Health. Well, I okay. guess I won't be going there. <laughs> well, I mean, I gotta, I gotta drive through Franklin County to get to our, uh, our, our trailer in uh, Vermont. Well, don't stop. Oh, I'm not I'm gonna stop. I mean, what if, what do you think I am crazy? I'm gonna stop there in, uh, like in, in, in coal rain for what? Go to the bathroom in a field, maybe. Ah! <laughs> I don't know. I'll it wear a mask. If you're driving up in that area, it's going to be expensive, as we're learning. The average price for a gallon of gas, over $5 a gallon in the state of Massachusetts. Western Mass News talked to a bunch of people about the idea of suspending the state gas tax through the summer. Senator Eric Lesser's in favor of it, he told Western Mass News, but with conditions. If we make assurances that the state's bond rating is not impacted, and very importantly, that in infrastructure projects, road and bridge repairs, and other really important construction projects uh, aren't impacted. Wants to make sure the infrastructure is taken care of first and foremost. Is that what he said? I was too busy <laughs> snoring. Wake up! I, saw the, I felt my eyes rolling into the back of my head. We still got a little show left, guys. Stay awake, please. We'll 
stop well, playing Eric Lesnar. playing Eric Lesnar, and we wouldn't have to. Hey, the weather's heating up, and so is crime in our area and elsewhere. If you're worried about break-ins in your home, this could help. Steve quoted from Reddit earlier, I will now. There's a former burglar who posted this tip to Reddit. If you're worried about break-ins in your house, just put up a sign that says, beware of dog. He says, if you have a dog, that's great, but it works even if you don't. He claims, because he was a former burglar, the average burglar just won't risk it if they see a beware of dog sign. They'd rather move on and try another house instead. You know, the dog barking would indicate that you had a dog, too. But if you don't have the dog, I guess putting the sign in the window might be the best option. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Apple has unveiled a series of updates, including the idea that you'll be able to unsend text messages. However, you'll have to act fast. Users can edit or recall a message for up to 15 minutes after sending it. But by that time, people are going to get a screen grab anyway, right? You know, I see this on Facebook all the time. People unsend messages. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, well, what's the point of that? Because you already got the preview of the message. Mm -hmm. Uh, You already saw what the message kind of looked like. Right, and if you get a screen grab, then it's done anyway. Right. Yeah. I don't don't know what this does. Well, I mean, it it removes it with the hopes that, you know, you will... Be able to do that faster than they can, uh, you know, do a screenshot. That's right. It's like a, a race between it is. sender it's, and receiver. It's definitely a race, uh, a, a, a race of uh, of time. Mm-hmm. It's eight forty two. We're back, Steve and Dave. We're going to have uh, rain subsiding this morning. Pretty good weather this afternoon with a mixture of sun and clouds and highs of about eighty degrees. We got more coming up on Rock one hundred two. Back in the day when I was a plumber, I wasn't able to see numbers on a page anymore. I had to start wearing glasses. Howdy this morning with them making way to clear skies this afternoon with a high of 82. Going to be a little bit muggy. Tomorrow, uh, thunderstorms with a high of 74. Looking at at, uh, 67 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, For those of you who have uh, been paying attention, Baxi's musical podcast this week, my guest is Mike Keneally from the Zappa Band. They're going to be at the Race Street uh, Live on uh, the 14th of June. These are uh, four guys that all played with Frank Zappa. Mike Keneally was discovered by Frank Zappa. And uh, it's a really interesting, in, really interesting interview. He talks about uh, Zappa and Steve Vai and playing with Joe Satriani and a bunch of other stuff. You'll be able to listen to that on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. Good timing on that interview, by the way. Congrats. Very Thank you. Very good timing on that one. And uh, I got a couple of good ones uh, coming up in the next two weeks. Not at, uh, I'm not ready to uh, divulge who they are, but uh, I'm doing back-to-back interviews later today. So. All right. Could be pretty cool. All right. You guys got the stock in Target? You buy Target stock? Do you buy anything at Target? Mm, <laughs> occasionally, I'll, yeah. occasionally I'll buy something at Target. A live, laugh, love sign. I have several of them. Uh, Target's warning investors, profits are going to drop. Apparently, shares of Target dropped around 4% yesterday. The stock is down over 30% in the last month. Here's why. It's a mismatch of supply and demand. They've got too many unwanted goods at Target. Apparently, there's been a sharp decline in the demand for outdoor furniture, small appliances, and electronics. Because everybody bought them two years ago when they were forced (laughs) to stay at home. There you go. There's no reason to buy new stuff. That's part of it. And by the way, you still got the supply chain issues and everything else going on. So Target really suffering right now. Well, I mean, uh, it might actually bring the price down on some of these items. It's You're right. trying to get rid of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, who wants to spend 30% more than what they spent two years ago on something? <clears throat> it, 
it might be uh, this is what the economy needs to kind of reset itself. Well, good point. And you you expect lower prices at a place like Target anyway. Actually, mm-hmm. they're not the only major retailer that's uh, going through some times. Kohl's mm-hmm. this week uh, entered into an exclusive negotiation period for a potential sale with a company called the Franchise Group. Is a place that owns uh, the Vitamin Shop and other retail oh, brands. Okay. It, the the uh, the the deal would would value Kohl's at about eight billion dollars, um, and the Wall Street Journal reported that that's five times more than Kohl's was worth just a week ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're looking to they're looking to back out of things and to and to sell it off. Target's talking about uh, you know you know drops in their uh, in their stock price. It's not a good uh, it's not a good time to be a retailer right now with supply and demand yeah. issues and and uh staffing problems because who wants to work retail anymore mm-hmm. i wouldn't no it's not uh one of these appealing things anymore yeah i was talking with um some buddies yesterday trying to figure out a new medical provider you know a main what do you call it the, the main provider your doctor your, that's your primary care your primary care and when i first arrived in town it's going to be about two years now this november i had a hard time finding a primary provider. I kept calling around. Nope, we don't take new customers. No, we don't take new clients. No, can't, you know. It's still that way because I've been asking around, wondering, because I travel all the way to Palmer for my primary care. Yep. I'd like to have From something. Enfield? Yes. Jesus. You're better off getting a PA. They're way better than doctors anyway. Well, that's kind of where I'm going with this. Yeah. So, like, I can't find anybody. I was asking some people yeah. upstairs here at the radio station. Nope. I mean, I, they said, I've been trying to do the same thing. I hate my pr- my primary, but I can't find another primary right now. Uh, my experience with the, the PAs is that they seem to be more active yeah. in, like, making sure you get checked out for things as opposed to I had a doctor one time this guy my one doctor retired and then I had this guy uh, who was there they kept the old appointment for the doctor that had left and I had no idea that this guy had retired I was right. just my appointment was coming up and I show up to the day of the appointment and they're like he doesn't work here anymore mm. you're going to have to reschedule with another doctor so then they rescheduled me like two weeks later, and they shoved me in between two other appointments. So I waited for quite some time, and then this guy comes in for five. This is a physical, by the way. Five minutes, ask me some questions, and then leaves. And that was your physical? That was the physical. He didn't even put his finger up inside of you? No, and then I heard uh, from a doctor uh, elsewhere going, yes, uh, he is more concerned with his golf game than he is uh-huh. with the, you know, uh, taking care boy. of the uh, So do you have patient. a PA then now? I, do, I, I have a great PA now, okay. um, and it's they're, they're, e- they're a lot easier to find than, okay. than, a, than a primary care doctor. That's a good tip. Again, yeah. They're more. They seem to be more involved mm-hmm. with your well-being as far as taking the time to to do that. You know, I I I really like my 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 primary guy, primary care. He, he's he's been mm-hmm. good to me. I'm you know, and uh, and I have no reason to ever want to leave him. But uh, you know, my wife has been had these uh, these headaches for over a month, and things are starting to get a little bit better. But it it's taken. A month for her to finally get a chance to see mm-hmm. her PA, and you know, no fault of the PA. It just, it's just, you know, that's the way the system is operating now. Yep. You know, they're short staffed. They're having a hard time getting, you know, messages across. And and even though you know, Jenny finally saw her, her, uh, her primary, her PA. It, you know, it's taken a good long time to be seen, and that's that is. 
that is not unusual. That's happening all over the place. And for anyone who's going through any kind of medical issue, that's frustrating as hell. Yeah, well, I don't have any real medical issues, but I still need a primary at some point because my doctor, even though he's good, far away in Palmer for me, but he's going to be retiring soon. So if you have like a doctor or a PA you want to suggest, message me on Facebook, please. There you have it. There you go. It's uh, 857 with Baxter.